Hello. It's funny, isn't it? Top G is a phrase used by a guy that teaches people what can only be described as at least in my my observations and a few other people's observations that it's pyramid selling it's a pyramid scheme and he he calls himself the bottom G uh, sorry he calls himself the top G all the people working for him or been taught by him are the bottom G's it's a pyramid it's a fucking pyramid there can only be one top G right and it's ironic because I don't think he knows what that actually means because the G as I've spoken about over the last few days is the seventh letter in the alphabet and if you look at letter G it also as a sign or a symbol if you had to had no knowledge of anything else other than the solar cycle i.e. the solar new year starts at the equinox the spring equinox in March right the G would represent the autumnal equinox which is in September which is the seventh month so G is a seventh letter and as a sign or a symbol it represents a time in the seventh month of equal equilibrium let's call it and now if you bring it into the pyramid the top of the pyramid you have or prism you have light which is split into seven colors or seven frequencies which is all of what you see around you so you see how that is all it's all, it's all an expression of the same thing and this guy calling himself the top G whilst I find it funny I also see the, that it's an expression that this guy is expressing this but I don't think he's fully aware of it so I haven't really heard him talk about that the only thing I've heard him talk about is pyramid selling thank you yeah he only really talks about what sound, what sound and look to me is pyramid schemes um, you know you create a business and you start selling something that you don't have that's the kind of thing that he's teaching people and uh, all the bottom G's feeding the top G 
paying paying the due, right? Paying the dues. It's just funny. It's just ironic that this guy is that this guy is an expression. The things he's doing is an expression of everything around you. Yet. What he is bringing into physicality, what he's teaching people, is about the pyramid. It's about, sorry, about the prism, the pyramid. But hard to manipulate and hard to, um, I guess you could say, use it for the wrong purposes. Selling things that don't exist. Sounds familiar, selling ideas, right? Selling something that is not physically existing. Isn't that what every business is doing? If you can't see the product, they're selling you something that you've not observed or seen yet. You may have seen it on the internet, you may have seen it on TV, a picture or a video, but you've not observed it firsthand. So, I think this guy is showing you more than what you know. Just by virtue of being a top G. And it's funny as well that I'm picking up on this. That I can see that expression of him and what he's expressing. And my first name begins with a G. So it's a little bit ironic. But it kind of blends into what I'm going to talk about and what has been uh, what has been making more sense to me over the last few days. That we're not really we're not living in a computer simulation. We're not living in a chaotic world, right? The reason why that people believe we're living in a computer simulation is because of the patterns and the cycles. The things that happen that they say or they would describe it as being scripted all these things happen in sequence or these people are all acting in a certain way and they say that that is scripted or another way to say it is a function, an algorithm a process all these people are under the same functional process or algorithm which is a way of describing it it's a way of expressing it and they all tend to have some sense, right? Or make some sense. That that's what, that's what could be possible.
so it's a possibility although you can't really see or you can't observe where those algorithms or functions of processes come from you can't find it within the person the person person doesn't have to be conscious of it for it to just happen like all the stuff I've been talking about this week over the last few weeks has been about growth and then contraction which is something gets to a certain size and then it either decays and dies or it subdivides so think of a cell getting to a certain size and then it subdivides then they get to a certain size, then they subdivide. So, and then I went from that back to the number seven, and the, well, specifically the letter G, and creation. And the, the letter G represents creation, reproduction, uh, basically physicality if you understand the signs of the symbols and that what it's telling you as I described the autumnal equinox around the autumnal equinox the 26th of September is said to be the date on which most births occur reproduction creation right the equinox is on the 23rd of September so three days after that or within those three 72 hours is uh, the most births occur so when are the most deaths going to occur there's a funny thing as well going around right um, I've noticed a sign a poster that's been used just stop oil or stop oil something like that but it looks like a G or a power button and I'm sure it's got I'm sure it's uh, if you rotated a G 90 degrees clockwise so the, the line would be pointing down I'm almost certain that's what the this stop oil sign is I'm not sure where it's come from, but it's very, it's very organized because it's the same symbol being used. I've seen it locally and I've seen it in protests and I've seen it around the internet. So something has started that. Someone or something has started that idea and to use this specific sign or symbol. Now it's ironic that they're predicting a cold winter because people won't be able to fuel or afford to fuel their homes and winter is typically around the winter solstice which is 90 degrees from the autumnal equinox so you could could infer that most births occur 
on the autumnal equinox and most deaths occur 90 degrees later at the winter solstice when there is no fuel, when there is no oil, when the oil stops. Now oil or ointment or chrism, I think it's chrism, is uh, it's what you're anointed with, right? When you're risen, when you ascend, when you become Christ, it's to be anointed with oil. And so when you stop oil, the opposite of ascended is lowered. Lowered in a coffin, death. Anyway, that's just, that's just my thoughts on that. Not quite sure how I got there because <laughs> I must have walked about a mile and uh, I kind of just get lost in what I'm talking about. It's really weird. Okay, so so that's how things have been progressing, right? So gone from growth and subdivision to creation, reproduction, the equinox, all the sevens, all the prisms are now going to the dreams. Because Because the dream state, entering and exiting the dream state, is very similar. It's something that we can observe, something that we can experience, and apparently it's something that you can train yourself to be aware of. So if you consider that maybe we're just an avatar, right? So, I am, say, the creation of somebody that is asleep, somebody that is dreaming, and now their avatar in their dream is talking about, wow, fuck, looks <laughs> like a scorpion or something. There's this little black uh, bug. Well, not little, it's quite big. Came running out from the grass. As I got closer to it, stuck its tail up. Wow. Things are getting heated on these walks. And it's cloudy. Sun's not even heating it up. Wow. Um, okay, so anyway. So now I'm talking about and getting distracted and going off on tangents. 
as an avatar of this person that is asleep, that is dreaming. And it, I know it's like an absolutely other concept. But I think just based on the based on the fact that I can see that there would be ways of observing it and experiencing it makes it seem like it's not such a other possibility that it would be more more likely than than other things. Wow, even the top G gets interrupted. <laughs> that's gonna, that sounds ridiculous, top G. Uh, yeah, I just had a, just had a phone call, so it got cut off. Yeah, I know it sounds, I know it sounds ridiculous, but people are more accepting of a simulation theory that we're inside of a computer game, but, where is the where is the observation of the experience how, how would you observe that and elon musk is talking about you won't be able to distinguish computer games from a reality i think people have been saying that for years people have been saying that for years you, you can still distinguish between computer games and reality It's just, that's just the way it is. You can still distinguish between games and reality. But he's saying in, in so many years, but people keep saying that. In so many years, in so many years, this and that. But think about the amount of processing power that's available now. Uh, graphics processing and computer processing. Think about, I mean, it, it's, it's insane. And it's still not enough to produce something realistic. It looks kind of realistic, but you know it ain't. You know it's a video game. I don't think there'll be anything that'll convince you otherwise. Only a dream. <laughs> that is probably the only thing. Because it is exactly like reality. And it's because you have, I don't know, it's not like you have a crazy dream all the time, right? It could just be a mundane thing. And you don't really remember it. But how do you know, how do you know who you are?
say that they have a degree of control over us, over how the dream goes. So maybe that is... <laughs> it, it sounds weird, but... It does sound like it's something that can be measured. It sounds like something that you could become aware of. because there is nothing um, nothing that exists that is comparable or that would even um, be considered an expression of a simulation because everything that exists that would be I guess the closest thing, virtual reality, you can tell. You can tell it is not a reality. You can just tell that. And I think what it probably is, is the computational patterns, the algorithms. I think the reason why you know what is going on, going on around you is reality and the reason why you might confuse a dream with reality is because the algorithms the computational patterns or the patterns because it's all coming through your it's all coming through the same the same processor it's all coming through your brain whereas when you're strapped into a VR device or a computer game that's all coming through a different type of processor a lesser processor because computers are the the micro expression of a human or the brain they can't be considered any greater so to say that the computer came before the human when the human created the computer it doesn't make any sense because humans would have to be limited by the uh, by the capabilities or limitations of a computer and that's not the case so it doesn't really make much sense So I think for me, that kind of rules out simulation theory completely in terms of simulation being a computer generated system of some sort.
Because the two can't exist in different in different forms. Either a computer generated generated this experience or the human generated the computer. Can't be both. Can't be. It just it just wouldn't make any sense. Well, at least that's my that's my stance on it for now. That might change. Again, my perspective may change, but based on what I have deduced. I deduce that as being a condition or a state of what I could see, what I could observe, what I could experience, what was most possible, I think, based on my observations and experience. And I think because I've been working with computers for 30 years, since I was a kid and having worked with the hardware and the software and created programs I know them quite well I know their capability I know the limitations and it's not the same for humans not the same so in terms of in terms of dreams it can be difficult to distinguish whether you're still in it when you wake up from it right but if you think about the ways in which you come out of a dream state what's it typically is it death is it Fear, fear or, or is it just like a transition, you just forget? So typically for me it would be, it would be like death or fear that would wake me up and what, what does that do? like are you actually fearful when you wake up? I think some of the time you can still feel it right? when you wake up you're like kind of freaking out about it so maybe that is because something's been released to make that real a chemical
is when you feel fear, right? You your heart rate increases. I don't know. Is it adrenaline that is fear, or I can't remember. I only know like serotonin, which is for sleep, or melatonin. Serotonin. One of them's waking up. One of them's sleeping. I can't remember. Dopamine is like joyful. Adrenaline is excitement. I'm guessing it's adrenaline. The social fear. So I guess it kind of makes sense that you still feel it when you wake up because of the chemical that's been released. Almost makes it real. Well, it, it does make it real. But then you have to rationalize it when you wake up and say, Was I asleep? And obviously, you're lying in bed. Yes, you were asleep. It was a dream. But say if you were stood in the middle of a room and you woke up like that. Or you were stood in a place that looked very similar. It would be difficult to rationalise that it was a dream. And I've noticed... um, when I'm meditating I can I can sit there or lie there and go through things for like what seems like hours and I guess it's because the number of things that are kind of cycling through either things that you're trying to resolve or things that you want to focus on get answers on or something right and it can seem like hours and then I'll get to a point where I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of out of things to go through. And it's been, it's only been like half an hour, 28 minutes. And I've done it before where I've kind of stopped and I've been like, it must have been like, it felt like it was an hour, it was 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to, I'll just carry on. And then, and then it really was a long time, but it didn't feel that long. So the amount of time changed based on my observation of the time. But I think people call that, was it like time dilation or something? Time goes by much slower under certain circumstances or something I can't remember but I think that was the that was the phrase which is weird that's happened it's been the last last two days yeah it was last two days and uh It's always the same. It's always when you become aware of the time, when you become aware of the how long it's been. It changes something. 
when you're when you I think it's when you completely relax the mind when you release or try and let go of the limitations that's when things just open up so I'm, what, what I'm saying is if that's possible for that amount of information to be processed in a relatively short amount of time what about when your mind is completely relaxed when you're asleep what would the effects on time be then like what would happen in the over a period of eight hours of sleep could you live an entire existence as an avatar you know what I mean like are we just or am I just in somebody's eight hour sleep cycle only the time for them is going extremely slow because they're completely switched off and I'm talking about them in the in the dream Now, would that be possible for me to be talking about them dreaming and for them not to wake up? That might hint to you that either there's a lack of awareness or it's not a dream. But it's an interesting concept that it is something that you could experiment with that it is something that has been experimented with and experimentation of people having shared dreams how would that how would that happen how would that happen for people to have a shared experience from a distance so there's some sort of connection between them at a distance or there's some sort of connection between them and something shared that is at a distance from them And if you consider that the internet is delivered, or information that you see on the internet is delivered via light, fiber optic, sent via, sent through the earth, sent through cables, sent at high frequency. And even though you might be a distance from um, the actual point where the internet, the fiber optic cables, the light, you may be a distance from that, you can still get access to it. You can still get access to the information. So if computers are an expression of humans, then the internet must be an expression of something pertaining to humans as well. 
which is what people would probably call the unified field or the acacia records some sort of shared shared energetic space or conscious consciousness And if you think uh, the mind, that's where all the that's where all the stuff is supposed to happen, right? All the processing, all the thoughts, all the connections to to everything, to everything else is supposed to well go by the head anyway. Whether it's the mind or or something connected to the mind. But what is the the one thing that is reflective of that? It's the sky. And light and information is sent by the sky. Your TV signal, your satellite, even your cable your cable TV it's all sent via well it's typically sent via satellite I think that's the cheaper way to broadcast it and then it's distributed so It's almost like that is a that is a reflection of of the mind. Expansive. It's a huge expanse. You can't see the whole of the sky in one go, right? And information is sent across it. So maybe that is the expression of how information is shared between people. Not in the uh, the expression. What what would be the expression in the internet, right? The way in which information is shared, just commonly between people that they may not even be aware of. The um, sensory, the sensing, the. The um, the dream state, showing the dreams, the shared consciousness, all that. Maybe that is just all it means. That the sky is a reflection of that. Just a thought, anyway. And then, um, I, mean, I, think, I actually think that's it. There's another fire. I guess everyone's burning leaves or something.
all the leaves are starting to fall now. Like it's much, it's a lot different to like two days ago when I first noticed the uh, leaves were turning. I think because we've had quite a lot of wind in the last couple of days, it's kind of taken most of the leaves off now. I mean, it's the, was it the 7th of October today and it's still about 18 degrees? It's not too bad, considering. It's uh, middle of October, so maybe like another week or two until it gets cold. That's based on my past observation. But yeah, the, the dream state is interesting. Because it is a reflection of reality, whether it's desire or whether it's something entirely different that we create. It's um, still interesting nonetheless, because it means that I mean, think about it, right? Dream big. If you can dream it, you can make it kind of thing, right? Everything is about, is about dreaming. What, if dreaming is, is something that is a frivolous thing that happens at night, sometimes, maybe not, maybe not at all, maybe not all the time. If it's something that happens that is disconnected from reality, why do people talk so much about dreaming about things? Is it because dreams are what to expect of the future or the present? Is that almost like an expression of guidance? Is it an expression of things to come? I mean, I'm sure if it was, if that is the case, if it is an expression of what is to come, it will be in the Bible somewhere. There'll be some... There'll be some, um, there'll be some reference in the Bible, some quote, some scripture that will talk about it, about times to come or things to come. But I mean, remember anyway that everything, everything happens in patterns and cycles anyway. So everything is technically repeating. History is repeating itself. Which is why you're supposed to learn from history. It's not, it's not the specific events in history. It's the general sort of themes of what happened in history. And it's so that you can prepare and do the things necessary in order to not be afflicted by it. To ensure that you can adapt. Because that's what everything is about, is about adaptation. So, if you know what happened before 
you can ensure that you can adapt going forward when it's needed. But because people don't know that, that's where chaos comes from. People do not know what happened before. They don't know how to adapt. They don't know the need to adapt. So that's where you get chaos. And you get chaos from feeding people ideas. Feeding people stupid ideas that you want to come true but have no real... um, They're not real. It's a manipulation. You're trying to get people to do things to create that, that situation or scenario. It may have absolutely no... Um, it might have no... Uh, there may be no point to it. It's just to distract people and to confuse people. Because if you're distracted and confused, you're not going to be worrying about things that happened before or things that you feel things that you feel you should be doing so anyway so I'm going to say that it's like 46 minutes so dreaming is probably some way it's definitely an expression of of everything, reality. But it'd be interesting to know who we think we are in the dream. Can you pick a different person? Can you create your own avatar as such? Or even a character, like an archetype? That would be interesting. A lot of the... I don't know, a lot a lot of dreams seem to be related to I don't know, like hero stories. I think for me anyway, it's like an archetype. It's not a it's not like a general general dream. Like there's always something happening. Either something to be fearful of or something uh It's not just like you're walking down the street, you know? It's not like you're just reenacting what you're doing your every day. It's always something more. So I'm wondering if um, if it's an expression of something but in an abstract sense. Because it's so detached from so detached from your normal every day, but it has meaning. Or I think I think it has meaning I don't think it's just a random collection of images or sounds I think it has I think it's some way of your your brain expressing or your mind or your conscious or your soul expressing things internally in a way that 
may not make sense because when it is expressed, your mind is completely open, right? So it's not under the same constraints. So when you're awake and you're trying to understand it, maybe you can't understand it because you're under the same constraints. So you'd need to put yourself into that similar condition in order to understand it. You have to remove the constraints, so meditation. So I'm gonna try, I'm gonna see if I can figure out a few things, some uh, experiments, I could tr- experiments I could try and just observe things. See if I can derive anything from it. See if I can control anything in it. So anyway, I think that's it for now.